Hey people, and welcome to TechLore. Today I have a special guest with us. His name is Abdullah, and he helps work on NoteSnook, which is a private and secure note-taking alternative to things like Evernote. And uh, I wanted to go ahead and ask him some questions about the service, and we're just grateful to have you here so you can talk about what you're trying to offer people. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad to be here as well. And I, uh, yeah, this is really exciting for me. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and so today we're going to go through your service, kind of ask you questions about the history of the service, um, the privacy and security side of things, and just kind of what you're trying to offer the community. And then if there's any other questions along the way, then I'll be sure to ask those. So um, first, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and um, history about yourself and why you developed a service or really anything you want to share? Okay, so... Uh... So my my uh, my beginnings in the technology sphere in this whole space is like really early. Uh, I started programming when I was like uh, in eighth grade or something, and uh, it has been going on for like ten to twelve years. So I've been doing this for quite a quite a bit of time, and uh, my initial uh, starting was with. Like I started with C sharp and then I changed uh, languages and now I am like, uh, uh, I then shifted to JavaScript and all that. So this initial idea of starting uh, a startup like NoteSnook, it didn't come up until like I, I, I passed like in, from high school. And uh, yeah, like that's a little bit about me. Uh, yeah. And how'd that all lead? So it's cool that you have that much experience. And how did it lead into the development of Notes? Like what made you want to decide to work on Notes specifically over any other project? Okay, yeah. So and how was how did you get it started? Okay, and so, where you at so now, yeah, I I, I'm actually a, a, a fan of uh, privacy. Like, uh, like it's it's weird to say fan of privacy, but like I, I'm I'm always looking into all these uh, private projects. Like uh, I I was following Signal when it started. Uh, I was following Brave when it started, and I, I am actually I don't have any personal accounts. I closed out all my accounts on all the social medias because of this privacy issue. So that's how uh, like I I had this in the back of my mind, like uh, how I wanted the world to look like. So when the opportunity came to me, the first thing that popped into my mind, I was like, okay, so what's what's the space where I can make the most difference? Uh, and we, we took a, a couple of options. First, there was obviously like a, a messaging app, like a signal app, like WhatsApp and, and stuff like that. So, but as you already know, when we started in like in 2020, it was uh, like that space was filled up and we saw this little gap in the note-taking space where, you know, we could, we could express ourselves and like say to the world, okay, so uh, privacy doesn't have to suck. It, uh, it doesn't have to be like, you have to compromise and you have to, uh, you have to lose all these features and then get privacy and you know, all that. So we started out NoteSnook with the initial idea that, that uh, privacy does not have to come with any compromises. So, we started. Uh, we we looked into like Sterner Notes, and we looked into a lot of uh, a couple of other apps like that that were like uh, that were uh, that were positioning themselves as private. And then we we were inspired by them, but we also saw a little bit of like, okay, they're doing it this way. 
they're saying we're private, we're this and that. But let's like give normal users, like users who are not uh, so much uh, used to privacy or who say, okay, I, I don't get this. This is too techy. This is too nerdy. Like, let's give them uh, a, 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 an app where they can come and they can do what they're used to doing and the way they're used to doing without any compromise on their privacy. So, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. It's a, a big issue because there's a lot of oversaturated things in the privacy space, which when you said the messengers, I'm like, oh my God, were they going to build a messenger? Because the last thing we need is another yeah, exactly. private secure messenger. So I'm really glad you didn't go that direction um, because there's so many great options already um, that all fill different threat models in different ways. And it, it's fantastic. It's cool that we're in that position. Um, so, yeah, so I'm glad you went that direction personally. And um, I really like that you kind of uh, were inspired by those other projects and it led you to develop what you have today. And so you said we... So who is Notesnook? Is there a team? Is it um, who, who are you? You are your, who are you and your comrades? Okay, so so we like the whole the, the whole team behind Notesnook is like three brothers, like me. There's uh, Amar and there's uh, Ali, and uh, we we all started out together. It, it was like from the very first line of code to this day, we're all uh, we, we're all doing this together. And we all care a lot about user privacy. Like this, before we add any feature, before we add any single line of code, the first question that pops into our mind is like, is this going to affect user privacy? Can we do this in a way that that like that doesn't compromise on users' privacy? So, uh, yeah. Got it. Um, and so, I think a big question that a lot of people have. Let's we're gonna pivot more into the technical side of things. Yeah. End-to-end um, -end encryption in notes. Um, there are some inherent limitations for features because of end-to-end -end encryption that I'm sure that you can talk about. So why is end-to-end -end encryption important in notes? Why is it something that you're implementing and what kind of challenges are have come up because of it? Okay, so obviously the first challenge with uh, any kind of end-to-end -end encryption is like you have to do everything on the client side. You don't have a lot of uh, computing power. You don't have a lot of uh, like uh, a lot of space where you can make mistakes. So if you are doing every, uh, if if there's no privacy, let me just you know explain this in, in that way. Like if there's no uh, if you're not encrypting anything, you can manipulate the data. You can uh, do whatever you like with it without uh, like users won't even know that something is happening. Like for example, Google is uh, Google has all our data, right? Like whatever we do, they collect it and they store it, and then they they do whatever we want with they what whatever they want with it. So but we have we don't have any idea what they're doing it doesn't affect any uh, any particular user experience it doesn't do anything but when you come to the end-to-end -end encrypted site you have to take care of things on the user's device because everything is encrypted you, like if i'm sitting there i can open up the database and everything is just gibberish and I can't, I don't know who wrote the note. I don't know uh, what they wrote in it, what the title of the note is, well, when they wrote it, is it a favorite? Is it, did they like put it into which notebook? I have like, we have literally no idea. So the biggest challenge in that is like, if you have to, uh, if you made a mistake in the initial design, 
which obviously everyone does, like nobody's perfect. So whenever you are trying to correct that mistake, you have to do it on each and every person's device. And you have no surety, no guarantee that uh, it's going to like, uh, it's going to spread to every single device. Like if, uh, for example, if there's a user who hasn't logged in for, for the last six months, they will they they will be like in, in a, on a very outdated version of Notes Nook, and we have moved forward now. When they log in, we have made a lot of changes, and they have to go through this migration process, and which will cause like uh, there is potential of problems there. Like it it decreases the reliability part of things. So yeah, that's like the the biggest problem. The the second is like you don't have a lot of computing power. So for example, if you're if uh, if you have an idea like uh, uh, AI or you want to like train models, you don't you want to do OCR, like that was that, like that is a problem I am like uh, regularly looking into, like doing the OCR, like reading text from images from PDFs right on the user's device and storing it in the user's device and then uploading it. And that problem is like really complex to do on a user's device because not everyone has like a supercomputer where they can train the model or where they can like do things like that. So like we have to, whenever we add a feature, we have to always keep in mind that we can't change it. We can't change it a lot. Like we have to, like the initial design needs to be uh, strong. It needs to be quite like, we, we need to be certain, like this is not a prototype. If you if we are if we are going to launch a prototype, it will it will fall apart right away. Got it. That, um, thanks for clearing that up. And I guess my my question: this probably isn't something that a lot of our main audience will be asking, but um, someone who's using Evernote or any other software that I don't believe is end to end encrypted, why should they want end to end encrypted notes in the first place? Why is that important? Okay, so like. This is not like a this is not a problem specific to notes. Like I I I won't say okay. So you you can leave all your data open, but just keep your notes safe. No, no. like that is, that won't make sense. It's like you have to keep every single part of yourself private. So whether it is like you're talking to your friends or you're you're like uh, discussing something or doing a video call or like chatting. It, it, it needs to be private. Similarly, if you are like like taking notes, storing information, uh, or just, you know, putting your grocery list, like nobody has any right to look into that, use that, show you ads based on that. And it just gets worse. Like initially you will think, okay, what will they do with my data? Like what's the, what's, what's the worst thing that can happen? And you, you can't guess that you don't know what's going to happen in the future like you don't know who will come into the government you don't know who uh, who the new ceo of this company you're trusting your data uh, will be and what they what what changes they're going to make and how they're going to use your data so like if if you're just talking about the notes part from my perspective since i am building this app it's like notes are like the closest things, uh, the, the closest thing you have to like your your personal database, like anything you think of, 
and then you note it down on a notepad. That's part of like that's that's a part of you. And sometimes, and I think most times, you don't want to share it with anyone. So that's where like a, a, a private note taking solution helps. It 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 keeps things private. It keeps things personal, and it doesn't let anyone enter where they shouldn't. Perfect. It's a great answer. I, I like also how you tied it to. It's not just about notes. It's really about everything. Yeah. Um, so it, it's good stuff. And um, kind of the last thing before we get into less technical things, from a strict privacy security perspective, what can a user expect from your service? Um, if someone is in an abusive relationship and they need to take notes, is this um, the kind of audience you're trying to target? What kind of threat model are you looking at? Um, what kind of privacy and security features do you have here to protect people outside of just the basic end-to-end -end encryption? Not that it's basic. Um, I know it's incredibly complex, but like yeah. on top of the end-to-end -end encryption, is there anything else around the service that's designed to protect people? And who are those people? Pretty much who is this targeted towards? I know it's a loaded question. Okay, but... yeah. So that is, that is actually like, uh, that's, if, if I'm like being very honest, like, it is targeted towards it is the notes took is targeted towards people who don't care about privacy. Seriously. Like because if, if someone comes who, who who really cares about privacy, they will in, instantly understand why this is important. And they will in, in, instantly know okay how, how I need to protect myself. They will have a good know-how of how to keep themselves secure, how to use their email, where to use their email, how to anonymize it. Uh, what kind of things they can put in what service they will know, but for a, a person who is not like that well educated in the in, in the terms of digital privacy, I think that's where we are targeting like that thing. Like from from the first step to the last step, we want like a non-private user to feel like this is important, like this matters. So if you come like uh, so, so the second part of your question is like what threat model we are trying to like target. So the the main threat model is uh, currently in the current versions we don't we, we don't have like the, the the deniability part of the privacy thing. So if you if you're using Node Snook right now in the current version, it's uh, you 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 can make nodes and then hide them. Or you can't, uh, in a way, you can't use our service and then say, I didn't use it. Or you can store the notes in such a way that later on you can just, you know, like say, okay, I didn't take these notes. I have no idea what this is. Currently, like, uh, very honest, like this is, uh, yeah. So the, the second part, uh, yeah. So there's that. But uh, I, I am like, this is, in our plans like this is a part of our plan to add this so like, like whole the whole privacy things is like it's uh it's complex we can't we have to focus on uh one thing like setting the basics right giving people the features they expect and not just shouting about like just shouting okay we're private we're private we're private use us use us use us and not giving people the service that they deserve so we have to like balance those two things. So yeah. Yeah, it's a good way of looking at it because if let's just say 95% of the world doesn't quite understand privacy, which I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if it's that high and you're trying to sell them 
privacy, but they don't understand privacy, no one's going to use the service. And so if you're just selling them an alternative to what they use, but with safety, um, that might work quite a bit better. And uh, it's overall a net win. It reminds me a lot. Um, uh, I, 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 I This is kind of off topic for the interview, but like, I, I think the Beyond Meat CEO, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the meat alternatives, he specifically went on an interview and told people that his target audience is not vegans, it's meat eaters. 90% of the people who buy fake meat are meat eaters. And it's yeah. because it's an alternative to what they know and understand. And so I think it really ties into what you're offering here, which is you're trying to offer a direct alternative to mainstream services that people are using. And in doing so, you're just naturally giving them better privacy and security. Yeah, it's so... So I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like the, the main thing. Like we have to bring more people, like we have to make more people realize that this is important. Like this is not a joke. Like you can't like like have no care about how you're storing your data and where you're storing it. So yeah, I think like this is very important. So kind of just to summarize Note Snook, is it safe to say that the goal is to give users an Evernote-like experience, but with privacy included? Uh, it can be said in that uh, in that context, like if you're taking it strictly in the note-taking context, we can say that. But there is like there's a big but to this, uh, as in like that's not our target. Like we are like picturing ourselves at some day that we are going to have like this uh, this set of features that would allow all the note taking uh, all the all the Evernote users to fully migrate without any issues, without any compromise on their productivity. Because like I think like the heavy note note taking users they are like uh they like really really care about their productivity and how the note taking app is actually helping them uh in how they take notes and like there are some users who have like tens of gigabytes of notes on evernote or or, or on any other service and for like if i go to them and say to them uh, come to note snoop they're immediately going to say, okay, if we can come, but like, does this have this? Does it have that? So like that, we have like actively, we have that in our mind. Like we are actively saying, okay, this is where we lack. This is a feature that we lack. And we need to add that to the feature set that we already have. But after that, like if we, when we reach that stage, and I, I am like really hopeful that we will, we will reach that stage ultimately. We have to go beyond. We have to like take uh, the extra steps. We have to implement every single feature in a way that is private. Like that's like the basic of it. Everything. Like for example, we added attachments, uh, and we had to do it encrypted. Nobody, nobody has encrypted attachments uh, except from us. Uh, when we added it, now now I think a few other note-taking apps have also added those. But yeah, like that, that for example, that. Or if we add something else, it will have to be in a private way, encrypted or in a deniable way, or in some other. In, in some, or, or for example, like this is a big feature. Like people have been asking for this feature, like collaboration, like uh, collaboration between people, and. Like I'm still, I'm still thinking about like how to do it in a private way. 
how to give users. I'm laughing because my next my, my next question is about collaboration. That's why I'm laughing over here. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. go keep going. <laughs> yeah, no worries. So yeah, like uh, that 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 feature like collaboration on face value it seems simple because like a lot like nowadays almost every other app has collaboration in some way. Like if you like, I was surprised. Uh, like a, a few apps that like it didn't even make sense for it to have collaboration. They had that, but like for us, for us, we have to think it in a, in a unique way due to some technical problems and some private problems. Yeah. So yeah, go on. Yeah, it seems like no one. It seems like no one's been able to quite nail collaboration. And I say this as someone who's explored every darn possible team collaborate and. Yeah. And this is for our, our internal workflow on, on just our videos. And it's like 90% just writing scripts for videos, which isn't a complex it is not. workflow. It's it's writing notes. It's adding comments. It's having people collaborate on the document and then just needing to export it into a proper format that other things like teleprompter apps can read. It's not a, a complex workflow, but everything we've used from CryptPad to OnlyOffice um to skiff like all of these services just made us want to like tear our hair out um because they just didn't work well and so i always want to ask like when are we going to have a good collaboration software with end-to-end -end encryption that respects privacy and we can trust with security yeah so, so that's why i wanted to ask yeah <laughs> in that in that in that context like if you if you take a look at the non-private apps like the, the those who are not end-to-end encrypted they have like done google, quite a good perfect. job yeah, Google yeah. Google Docs. Like everyone uses Google Docs, and like whenever they say, "Okay, we're gonna collaborate," they have the picture of Google Docs in their mind. So, uh, if like this is like our like uh, it has become quite a quite a habit. We are like stealing features from other non-private apps. So whenever we we like sit down and we say, "Okay, we're going to add this feature." The first thing we do is like, what is currently the best app that most people are using and most people are used to? And then we add it similar to that. Obviously, we can't like just copy paste it. Like it's just like we, we add it in a similar way. So like if someone comes from that app to our app, they will have very, very, very less friction. Yeah. So if like Got the it. other yeah, question, really... the main question, I didn't answer the main question. I guess like when uh, or if node collaboration is in the like, uh, I can't like uh, I can't say like okay, we're gonna do, we're gonna add it like this is the next big thing, but it is constantly under discussion. You you can just say that because it is it is a big feature. It is very important feature. Like we constantly. Like almost every day, it comes up in some way, in some form, and we have to like we're thinking of it in in a lot of uh, from from a lot of angles, and I hope we will we will be able to crack it down. Actually, yeah, yeah, it's um I hope so because we're 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 at the point now where we're considering Google Workspace Enterprise and rolling our own CSA. Just a minor correction, I meant CSE, which is client-side encryption, which is a service offered by Google, which essentially allows you to roll your own encryption keys to protect an organization's data for their enterprise offering. This gives you many of the perks of maybe something like zero-knowledge encryption within the Google suite, but it's pretty frustrating to roll yourself. 
with Google Drive, which wow. at least offers like some layer of encryption for your files. But like you're paying so much money and you have to host your own in, uh, encryption key server. And this is just like ridiculous. And it, um, at that point, you might as well do NextCloud. But then you're working with NextCloud's collaboration features, with I, which I think are terrible. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just a tough subject. Um, I, I, I think I'm not going to rank too much because that's not what this oh, interview is about. <laughs> yeah, so like, uh, I think like the the the, the best thing like we, uh, we can do like from from no from no snooks perspective is like we can ask questions. So what like what problem uh, like what is your current problem with the current state of collaboration in private uh, note taking apps? All of them have issues. Um, none of them work efficiently enough for our workflow which doesn't isn't again it's not asking for much it's just basic script writing so it's mostly an efficiency uh it's mostly an efficiency thing um the last collaboration software we're using had terrible mobile applications and also terrible clients that made it awful to use day to day and so if you're yeah. Yeah. Like. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. That's that's actually a very very like uh, great. I I think I missed that from all of the interview. But like that that is that was also one of the main things that we wanted to address in in the whole like not just the note taking space, just the whole app space. Like whenever you pick an app, uh, they don't have hundred percent or ninety nine percent feature parity across the clients. Like that's not their priority. They will have some features on desktop. They will have some features on the web app, some like very, very small amount of features on the mobile app. And that's mostly because of resources or whatever. Like there's a lot of reasons for that. But like this is like from day one, we sat down, like if we're going to add a feature, we will make 100% sure that it is on every single client. And it works the same way. It's not like, uh, uh, we we like we we take a lot of care into that. Like if you use one of our feature on one device and then go to the other device, it would work in the same way. And if we add collaboration, like that is the hardest part to crack down. Like how to do it in a cross-platform way because of the uh, from the form factor. And the other thing is uh, the performance of it and the user experience. It has to be so smooth that most of the time you don't even realize that you're collaborating. Yeah, it just needs to get out of the way of uh, your usual workflow. So, yeah. I believe it. And I I don't want my complaining to come across as like, why don't people just do it? Because I, I, I like to think I have some kind of perspective on how challenging it is. It's just like we've been dealing with this for like three or four years now. Uh- and... It's so frustrating now that I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so tired. Um, so that's that's where the frustration comes from on my end. So I understand the challenges and it's cool that you're working on that because um, I just want someone to do it <laughs> for, my own, yeah. <laughs> for my own reasons. But I know that my reasons also, this specific use case is definitely a common one for a lot of people. I know that for a fact because this is what schools use. It's what... Um, people in, in work use. This is what people use on just a personal basis to collaborate with friends and family on just tons of things. And so while it's a simple use case, it's a very common one yeah. that a lot of people are dependent on. I think yeah. like as um, the, the internet got more and more connected, uh, people have like, this has become the norm in like almost any app that has data in it. And 
uh, yeah, I, I think collaboration is kind of a must, but it has to be done in a in a in a good way for it to matter, like for it to actually be usable. It, it's not we're not going to exactly. just add that collaboration feature to just uh, check a mark on our you know to do list. Like okay, we did that, move on. No, we we have to do it exactly. It's it's better to not have the feature than to create than to throw in a feature that causes headaches yeah, for users. Yeah, exactly. Um, so um, just to finish this out, so where do you hope to go from here? You can share whatever you want. You don't have to give us your top secret plans. Um, but what kind of stuff do you want to share with people on like what you're developing, where you see yourself going from here, and just any kind of challenges ahead of you? Okay, so like the biggest challenge is obviously making people believe and trust Snook and making people... Uh, actually, like uh, like the people who we are targeting, the people like who who don't, who don't take privacy seriously, like getting to them, and uh, like I have been in the like uh, I have talked to some uh, Evernote users, and like to making them realize how important this privacy thing is is kind of hard. Uh, like that is currently a huge challenge and I, I i think like getting the word out and spreading the name of notes i think that will help obviously that will help uh, aside from that i meant, I meant to ask is, is notes open source sorry is notes open source i meant to ask oh yeah Just, yeah because so our audience yeah okay yeah, I, was, I was getting to that so like this was sorry our <laughs> like yeah yeah so like uh, in our plans uh, like if you if you did this interview a few months back, that was our uh, like that was our goal, one of milestones to go open source. And the reason we didn't do it from the beginning was because like building something on the scale of Node Snook is not simple, and then to care about uh, like the public facing part of the code and to care about all that it would have been a lot of headache. So we reached a stage where we said, okay, we're done. Uh, I, I think like this is in a good state. Now we're ready to go open source. And then we went all in. And the community has been like, it was amazing. Like uh, in the beginning, like on the first day of September, we went open source. And like in like two days, we got 4,000 uh, stars on GitHub. We got featured on uh, like Hacker News. We got featured on uh, It's False. It was it was amazing. That like that was uh, I I can like uh, say that was the best decision of our like the whole journey. Yeah. God, that's awesome. Sorry, I totally you're going there anyway. So feel free to just keep yeah. going on about. Like where where are you going from here and the challenges? <laughs> yeah, so the 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 next big challenge is is obviously technical, like the technical side of things. It's uh, like if, if we before we add any feature, we have to ensure the reliability of the app, and we have had quite a bit of issues with the reliability. So if you ask me right now, like what is the goal? I think that right now the goal is to make Notes 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 safe. 
uh, it is safe right now. It is private and it is it is uh, somewhat safe, but I, I want it to be safer. Safer, like safety and privacy, like there is a difference. Safety is like when you write a note in it, you have 100% rely, you can 100% rely on that. Like it will always work. It, you will never lose your data and your data is always safe. That has like, that's right now, that's our priority. And any feature that we are currently adding is to that. Like uh, currently we're working on adding uh, uh, cloud backups and uh, we are uh, adding snapshots. Uh, snapshots is like, it will work like if we will take encrypted backups uh, all, uh, on the server and it will it will work like checkpoints. So at any time you can go back and you can see what you did, and you can like uh, restore restore yourself to that checkpoint. So in case you lose your data or you are recovering your uh, password and something happens to your data, you can just quickly just go go back to that point. And yeah, and then there are other things, other challenges like uh, making making Snoop more efficient, making it faster. Making it like right now, uh, our editor, which we changed a few months back, uh, it's it's okay. It's working well. It has some basic feature set, but we want to add extensions into it so people can come and build extensions at the scale of uh, Obsidian or VS Code or something like that. So we're like we're working on that as well. And extensions on the other uh, on, on other parts of the Notebook as well. I think I, I tweeted about that as well. Like what what I see as Notebook being extensible. So like if I summarize it down, it will be like we want to increase the reliability. We want Notebook to be extensible and safe and full of features and private, obviously. Yeah. Got it. So the best of all worlds. Yeah, best of all worlds, exactly. <laughs> Um, well, I think that answers all the questions I have. So I really want to thank you for coming on and Absolutely. telling us about your service so our audience can be more in the loop about what you're offering. Um, just so everyone knows, these interviews are not sponsored or paid for. These are um, just me asking people questions, because I know we get questions about that a lot. Um, and so I want to thank you for taking your time to be here and Absolutely. I want to thank everyone for listening. Absolutely. And, thank you so much um, for giving yeah. me this opportunity. I was not expecting it. And uh, this is huge for me and the whole team. And they have been really excited for this to, you know, like go live. And the result of that, because tech lore is right now, it is a huge community of all like people really crossed the world of uh, tech lore. So this is was this was a huge opportunity for me. So thank you, thank you so much for that. Of of course, and also you should probably thank Tori because Tori, our video editor, is the she's the note taking nerd who's always trying to find note taking alternatives, and she's probably the one who reached out to yeah, me first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She did. Thank so much for <laughs> I got this opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, and um, I'm sure Absolutely. we'll keep in touch. Yeah, of course. Reach out anytime. 
If you made it this far, I want to thank you for listening to this interview. Again, these interviews are not sponsored or paid for. These are just done to give you all insight into the projects that are putting things out for the privacy community. And if you enjoy these interviews and you made it this far, I'm going to kindly ask you to check out our Patreon, which is in a description so that you can support things like this that we do entirely for free for all of you so you can learn more about the projects in the privacy community. We also support Monero as well if you want to privately support us. That is all found in the Techler support page, which you can also access down in the description. And if you're unable to do any of that, at least check out our communities and other ways to engage with ourselves or other people in the privacy community, as that's all very important stuff as well. Thank you all for watching again, and we'll see you next time on Techlore.